Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of Team Drops the Ball, Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get his. <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. I don't take into account. All I take into account is they kicked our ass today. That's what I take into account. All right, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They have 136 draft beers. You needed them all probably by the end of the first quarter. They have a tremendous menu. Uh, go there. They have 50-foot TVs. You can watch LSU kick the crap out of Notre Dame in the Music City Bowl, LSU basketball, <laughs> NFL playoffs, all of it. The Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You should support them because they support us. Ralph, can you tell me why you uh, bleep Jim Moore when he curses when we can curse freely on the podcast? Because I like the sound of the beep. Huh. I just I like I like the sound of the beep. That makes Wait, a lot of what sense. bowl did LSU get into? The, the Music, Music City, City Bowl. Oh, Matt Ryan throws a pick. Yes. The uh, NFC South. He, oh, he, he's he going could, the he, other way he too. He could take it. He could take it to the house. Here. He's going. He's he's running across the field. Oh, how did he get tackled? Come on. Down so, the, so they didn't even make the Advocare Bowl or the, the Texas Bowl. They didn't make whatever. the Texas Bowl. I was prepared to buy tickets. But the Music uh, City, right? Memphis. Music. That's right. No, uh, Nashville. Nashville against Notre so, Dame, right? So, uh, no worries. The, Sa- the Saints got dump trucked forty-one to ten, but no worries because the NFC South, they'll wait for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> me and Kevin vented yesterday in the post game. So, so Dave, I'll start with you. You got on me because I left early when it got to be thirty-one to ten. You stayed to the bitter end. Uh, it wasn't thirty-one to ten. It was thirty-one to three. Thirty-one to three when I left. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I stayed to the bitter end. I mean, I paid you know, my my ticket oh, two tickets. That's four hundred bucks. Yeah, I could see why you stayed to the bitter end for eight eight Sundays a a, a year. Well, you got your so, money's uh, worth, that's I for like sure. I might as well stay. I got nothing else to do. Oh, I, oh, I got to see show, all right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, I have nothing else to do on a on a Sunday afternoon, really. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I stayed, you know, I, I wanted to see, uh, I really wanted to make sure that they got a touchdown <laughs> starting. I was starting Drew Brees in my fantasy team and he had like zero points up until like midway through the third quarter. Drew Brees murdered probably thousands of playoff teams yesterday. <laughs> Not as bad as like Jimmy Graham and some of the yeah. other guys on the team, uh, but no, nah, you know what? You know what? There were so few people there. I felt like I had to stick around and and cheer for them and and try to remain positive. And and I was actually really happy to see Ben Watson get the only touchdown since I sit behind. Dave, do you feel any different about? You no, know, she Saints? was happy about that. Dave, do you feel any different about the Saints NFC South chances after yesterday? No, I I have had very love for the Saints in the NFC South uh, since uh, a few weeks ago. So, and and I mean Atlanta's losing now to the Packers, and they will probably eventually lose the entire game. So, uh, like you said, the NFC South they'll, they'll wait up for you. 
<laughs> at this point, you know, I've got to eat my words, and I, I, it, 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 you could realistically have a six and ten division win. You well, laughed, yeah. at me, laughed at me, Dave, when I said that. A, I did. Seven, I did. Six weeks ago, you laughed. You remember not- when Dave said that the winner of the NFC South would have ten wins? Yeah. You guys remember that? I remember that. Ten what a wins. farce! What a farce that was. The three teams that finished second, third, and fourth might not have ten wins between them. <laughs> but uh, all right, um, Andrew. Yeah. First question: Did you sign the presidential petition to ban the siren on third down? I did. You did. I did as well. Yeah. Um. So, your thoughts on yesterday? Was yesterday? Was it was did yesterday feel different than other ass kickings that we've seen the Saints receive this year? Oh, without question. I mean, I, I thought it was worse than the Dallas game. I, I thought it was the worst game of the Sean Payton era. Um, certainly with Sean Payton on the sideline. I mean, I, I thought that was the worst. And I've kind of been going through different stages of grieving. Um, I mean, during the game, obviously, like a lot. Of, I mean, I, I was looking at Twitter. A lot of people were pretty hot. Obviously, a lot of people were talking about running everyone out of town. I was mostly depressed. You know, I, I just felt like it was such a great opportunity. I was coming off the high of the Steelers win. And, you know, I felt like this was a t- team the Saints could easily beat. Uh, I thought this was a game at home that they should be able to take care of. And uh, for them to play the way they did was just so depressing. Um, so in this morning, I, I, I kind of started to develop some anger, a lot of resentment towards Junior Gallette and, and just <laughs> – the lacking maturity on the team. And then as the day progressed, um, you know, and kind of now where I'm at is, uh, you know what? Um, they're five and eight. And I, I think if you were to say, if you were to look at it in the big picture and say, can they run the table and one, run three straight game, win three straight games? I think anyone would say, no way, forget it. There's no chance that they can do that. But I think if you look at the games individually in a vacuum, one at a time, and Green Bay just scored, by the way, 24. So it's 24-7. But um, you know, if you look at them in a vacuum, I think they can win those one at a time. I mean, the opponents that they have are really poor. So um, assuming they win those one at a time and they go eight and eight and they win their division, um, I'm not going to turn my nose up at that. Yes, I know they're going to get killed in the playoffs, and I know that if they get there, we're probably going to be embarrassed by someone. But I'm not going to turn my nose up at a banner going up that says NFC South champion in the Superdome because we haven't had enough to act like we're too good for that. So uh, I'm, I'm still, until they're eliminated from playoff contention, I'm going to keep rooting for wins. Hell, well, my, my, my mother-in-law always buys, you know, the NFC South champion t-shirts and hats whenever. We'll wear it <laughs> with it, pride. It should have six. They should have a hat win, and it should have six and ten on the side. But, but she told she told me the other day. She said, "You can buy your own damn hat and shirt if they win the because I am not good." And she, you know, and she's she's you know she's always the one who goes like Academy Sports like that night, like the night the game is over, and you know, and, and Academy's got all the merchandise like out front the store. Uh, this the second it's it's official, but uh, she's like, "I'm not I'm not wearing or buying any of that shit this year." Kevin, you did a masterful job hosting yesterday because I was angry at the game and I drank my ass off. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I, I just want to say real quick, I'm so happy that Kevin's back. I mean, I, this feels like Ke- this feels like Van Halen with Kevin as David Lee Roth finally coming to his senses and doing a tour with the boys again. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Hot 
Gotcha. I hope Kevin talks about his his trip to New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, so Kevin, most importantly, did you get yourself some after the podcast? Uh, I did not. Uh, I met a, <clears throat> um, met a very nice lady. Uh, we drank some uh, Jack Daniels and beer. Nice. And just chatted it up a little bit. And uh, bada beam, bada boom. I may go see, and uh, we'll probably see each other again. Nice. So, 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 at least something positive happened on Sunday for me. Kevin. Yada yada yada. Now I've got herpes. Kevin, you know. Me- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kevin, are you moving to New Orleans? Or are you still in? That was oh, just a trip. Oh God, no! I'm not. He was I'm just not visiting okay. family. So he came okay. to visit me. Kevin. Yeah. Me, me and, you and Dave all- hung out. Dave. Dave was a. Uh, Dave was a real mensch and picked up the check. Nice. <laughs> And was it a hot? Was it a hot lunch, Kevin? Yes. Steaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost my train of thought. Um. Oh yeah. Um. um I, I, no. 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 I, I'll tell you what your thought is. Campus Connection is your place to get all of your T-shirt and hat printing needs. Why all of your sorority and fraternity shirts can be printed with little to no trouble whatsoever. Have a strange color? Why, talk to Dave at Campus Connection. I they want... will meet your they will meet your needs at very reasonable prices. I want a fuchsia shirt with a panda. You it's, can I have can that. that and more at Campus Connection. <laughs> <laughs> Is Campus Connections going to have the NFC South championship? So. No, no. I got to get out of that same Can I have a dump truck? It, well, I mean, it's not going to have any Tulane champion shirts. I know that for sure. Oh, it's not going to carry no any. Weed. Oh, don't worry. It's not going to carry any Loyola merchandise. It's <laughs> the first thing he says when he gets to the store. And they're the official provider of Loyola Frisbee team gear. Um, Kevin, yes, you know, me and you always joke that Drew Brees is the, the king of the vanilla soundbite, and he, he has his image, and he never says anything controversial at all. But I think yesterday, besides ripping on Goodell, which he does freely, when he said, you know, the Saints are, aren't a mature football team and they have to be more professional, like that's as crazy a soundbite as Drew Brees, I think, has ever said in a post-game show or post-game with Saints. Um, do you think the Saints locker room, something is amiss with either Breeze or the Galette comments or anything? Oh, yeah, something has to be amiss because I don't think they would say any of that. I don't think any of that stuff would have been going on uh, if there wasn't any sort of difficulty. Um, I, yeah, I mean, that's that's about all I've got. <laughs> Insightful. But I mean, do, do, <laughs> let me well, ask you. Brought David Lee Roth back for me to get did. that sort of insight, like hot for teacher. Did, but Kevin, did you sign the siren petition? Uh, no. Somebody wanted, needs to send me a link, and I'll sign it. Just go Google that shit. We need two hundred and fifty. What do you need? You need? I think you need twenty-five. Oh, Matt Ryan just threw another pick. It's picks on picks on picks. <laughs> I love well, it. Well, that was a fat, that was a fat call? guy pick too. It was. You know, I have to say, I need to get. I need to, these bad Saint losses. I need to get over it, and I just need to remind myself how much fun the NFC South is in 2014. I mean, watching the Atlanta Falcons has made me so much happier this year than the Saints. It is, it is, um, and and uh, you know, we're gonna have Dave Chode on because I I called it like like eight two months ago. I was like, Dave, it's fucking happening. Five and nine, five and nine. December 21st for the all the marbles or the broken marbles. It's happening. It's going to happen. I feel it. Um, Dave, Jimmy Graham, to me, looks really fucking hurt. Should the Saints shut him down for the rest of the year? Yes. No, they shouldn't shut him down. Uh, he... I mean, I don't know. It looked like he, he hurt himself at some point in the middle of, of the game this past week, and he was definitely getting looked at by trainers on the sideline, but it didn't look like anything serious. I don't know if he's if he's got another lingering issue, uh, injury issue somewhere um, that's affecting him. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I think the reason you're not seeing Graham as much is, is more the fact that they're not using him. I mean, there have been numerous times 
where I have at home games where I've seen him standing on the sidelines and not and not out on the field. Um, even like on third no, down. Hold on, like, Dave. He had 11 targets, man. I mean, he turned not, in three catches w- with 11 targets. I mean, if Breeze is throwing the ball to him 11 times, and that's the best stat line he can produce. He's, but he's still not. He's not out there on every single down. I mean, I'm obviously. Well, but, I mean, he's had he had three be. drops on third down that killed drives. I mean, if he gets a first down there and catches the football, the drive keeps going, and he would be on the field more. Yeah. I mean, I I, I would say, and I think this is the the case for most of the team. I mean, these guys just really don't have their head in it. Um, I, I mean, to, to, to make a drop like, uh, you know, I think it was it was late in the game. It was probably the fourth quarter when he was wide open. And I'm like, I want to say like a short crossing pattern mm-hmm. or something and, and Breeze, you know, put it right in his chest. And I mean, he just dropped it. He didn't even come yeah, down. There with was it. no one within five yards. of him. Yeah. I, I mean, those kind of mistakes, they've just got to be mental. I mean, there's there's no other way about it. I mean, th- those things really should be just automatic at this point for ground. He's, he's taken so many reps and, and practice and he's been in the league for so long now that uh, I, I mean, you, you got to make that catch in your sleep at this point. And it boggles my mind that he's dropping those kind of passes. So I mean, it just makes me think that there's something you know, mental going on with him and quite a few other players. And and as far as the team is concerned and their performance this week, you know, I, I, these guys just don't have the mental makeup and they're not tough enough mentally to go down 17 points in six minutes or whatever ridiculous, you know, time frame it was uh, to come back. I mean, I mean, they just pretty much, you know, eight minutes into the first quarter and down 17 points. I mean, I, I think they had already just given up the game and, and, and they were just trying to, you know, go to the locker room at that point. Um, Kevin, last year when the Saints shit the bed in St. Louis, Peyton fired uh, Garrett Hartley and he benched Charles Brown. Do you think we might see something that drastic uh, this week and Monday against the Bears? <clears throat> Uh, if they lose against the Bears, I mean, or going into well, either 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 going into the Bears or if they lose badly to the Bears, I mean, I I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, like who who are you gonna bring in? Because it sure as hell feels like like uh, who are the Saints gonna bring in on defense? Not bring in. I mean, who not bring in? Or just bench guys and play the guys they have that haven't been playing. I don't know if they, they could bring in anybody. Uh. Well, then, if that's the case, then, yeah, I suppose I could see them doing that. Andrew, I, well, I, I would say I could see that, yeah. Andrew, who would it be? Like, if if if, if Peyton was, like, fed up and went into the defensive meetings and was like, we're going to fuck it, we're benching this guy. Like, who would it – what would it be if he was going to go that route, you think? Uh, I mean, I could see him maybe but maybe benching Akeem Hicks. Um Excuse me. I could see him maybe benching David Hawthorne. I mean, there's not a ton of guys defensively. I mean, who, who, you know, who there's also the who are they going to replace him with? You yeah. know, um, I could see Jimmy Graham maybe not starting a game to punish him, but I mean, he's banged up. He's doing his best, I think. So, um, but yeah, I don't really know. I, I mean, it, it's it's really it's a collective thing. You know, I, you can't really point to one guy. Um, now I will say this, and you know I want to touch on Jimmy Grant. I mean on uh, Junior Gallette, obviously after what he said during the week. I know you guys talked about it during the post game show, but my main issue, and and I've had an issue for a long time with Junior Gallette, and I, I, I I've said that I don't like the way he carries himself. I don't like how he talks on Twitter, and I, I I'm old school like that. I mean I, I really liked the 2009 team. Obviously they won the Super Bowl, but more so just the characters on the team. You look at Will Smith and Fujita and Scan, sorry Scott Shanley, guys that just comport themselves right. And I think Gillette for a long time I've said no, he he's not behaving the right way. And I think I remember the angry Houdat and a lot of guys on Twitter just being like, Gillette's awesome. No, I love a guy that's crazy. I love a guy that. But the problem with a guy like that is when you start losing. And that that, well, kind of that the, bad character starts to starts to show the, itself, and, and the problem the comments is he's a captain. He made, the, the the comments that yeah, I mean the fact that he's a captain is a joke, and uh, the the fact that he would go out there and and, and dog players who've been to multiple Pro Bowls, he hasn't been to one, 
multiple Pro Bowls, Super Bowl winner, captain, a guy that actually tries against the run, actually plays well against the run, uh, and, and he's going to go out there and say that he's better than a guy like that in his prime. I'm sorry, but that guy hasn't done shit in his career yeah, and, to be able to put himself on a pedestal like and that. I, I and, went, and to go out after he said that shit and, and, and perform the way he did. And and I, I'm sorry, but I don't know if you guys watched the, the game at all or, or, or watched the tape. Terrible. But the, the way he, he played the read option and the way he he contained Cam Newton, which allowed Newton to just run free for 25 yards because – he refused to to contain. I mean, it is just that's one on one football, guys. And for Junior Gallet to, to goof like that is just inexcusable. It's awful football. He should be embarrassed. I'm sorry, but he's not on the same planet as Will Smith. If you watch that tape and how he played in that game, so uh, you know, again, a lot of these guys came to his defense on Twitter and said that he's better than Will Smith. I'll say it again, not on the same planet. Yeah. Uh. Dave and Will Smith wasn't even that good. Will Smith was Will Smith had some good years and Will Smith. He, he was never Will Smith. I, I will say that he, he's not. He was never as athletic as Gillette. He was never as explosive, but he was always solid. He was and he was never solid, a train wreck. Yeah, he, he never, was never had a train like wreck. Train and he wreck. had some bad seasons, but overall he was a solid football player. Um, Gillette at this point still has a, has major holes in his game. Uh, Kevin, regardless of, you know, the Saint, look, the, the, the NFC South is the worst division in the history of football. I think we can, that's obvious. So whether the Saints win it or not, but off of what you've seen yesterday and this year and the age and everything of this team, how concerned are you that the Saints are going to be stuck in this crappy to mediocre level going into next year? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about because Sean Payton at his uh, presser said that the uh, that the team just played average. <laughs> so you know, so yeah, average. I, I I think I think we're just a couple of players away, and I think I in fact I think Sean Payton should uh should take his uh whatever pick he gets in the first round in 2016 and the second round for 2017 trade both of those now. And use that to get up into the top fifteen for this year, if he's not if he's not going to be there already. And what does he and need to is, draft? <clears throat> like, like a somebody person. somebody to tell him to shut the fuck up the next time he suggests trading up in the draft. <laughs> I forgot about that yesterday. <laughs> oh, that was a glorious rant. Well, that's speaking of trading up. That was the point when I was saying earlier that I'm going to continue to root for the Saints to win. Um, one point I wanted to make about that was I, I just I, I don't believe in the theory that a higher draft pick guarantees a better player or that being yeah. higher in your division guarantees a worse schedule. We don't know next year what quarterbacks will get hurt. We don't know what teams will go from 10 and 6 to 4 and 12. It happens. I mean, if you're going to pick in the top 10 and get Jonathan Sullivan, that's worse than picking 17th and, and getting a guy that's a solid player for 10 years. So. Yeah. Uh, nothing's guaranteed tomorrow, you know. Dave, this defense looked – I mean, it looked it looked uh, helpless against Baltimore. It fell ass backwards into some turnovers against Pittsburgh and made a couple <laughs> of stops. And yesterday it looked helpless. Uh, but what's the common denominator in all those games? Uh, their run defense was shitty. Exactly. Can't but, stop the run. So, Dave, my question to you is, like, what, like, what is a fair, what, what is a, what is a fair barometer for this defense to do week in and week out for the last three weeks? Like, when you go, when you, when you watch that, when you watch that game Monday against Chicago, what are you saying? Okay, defense. This is what I want you to do, and this is realistic at this point. Oh, uh, you know, I'm not trying to give a cop-out answer, but it's <clears throat> it's turnovers. Uh, <clears throat> you know, that's the you, you mentioned it in your question. You know, they 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 lucked into two turnovers. I wouldn't say they lucked into two turnovers. Cam Newton made it. I mean, Cam Jordan made a good play and don't the you pass dare and call him that. It. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> But, uh, 
you know, but that was the difference maker in that game. And and turnovers usually are the difference maker in most games. I mean, that's why the Saints lost this game. They turned the ball over two times in their first three, uh, first three plays. And, uh, you know, and the Panthers were smart enough to step on their throats when they had the opportunity. Um, so, uh, you know, this defense, they're not going to play like amazing. You know, every now and then we get a, some good play in the, from the cornerbacks. You know, we see some good coverage and I actually feel like the coverage in the secondary has been better these last two games, I would say. Um, they've made some decent plays. But um, but the one thing that's going to mask a poor defense, which the Saints have, I mean, they just, they just don't play great defense. They're average at best, I would say. And, uh, and that's the generous. one thing that's going to mask that... Well, I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. And the one thing that's going to mask poor defense is going to be turnovers. If you get turnovers, then you're giving your offense multiple, you know, extra possessions. And yeah. uh, and obviously you're taking away possessions from from your opponents. So and, and if you can get them in the red zone, you know, wh- where you're guaranteed to get some points out of it, then that's even better. Um, you know, so if the Saints can if the Saints and they've been shitty at it. I mean, they've been just terrible. They're like you know, minus whatever, minus Touch, 10, touchdown 11. Packers, 31, seven. Oh, this is what, what, what is this? The second 31, quarter seven. still 31, seven second quarter. Yep. They're on pace this to score awesome. 62 points. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but anyway, but so no, Dave, defense, I mean, really Dave, you're absolutely right, man. Dave, Dave, you're absolutely right. I, I, I couldn't agree more. So we're not even, we're not even hoping that they play good. We're just, we're just no, going to start the game Monday well, I mean, and just, well, Dave's what, what point, Ralph. Seen? Dave's point is is that I, when you're when you're so bad on defense, that means your third down convert. I mean, we've seen how they've yeah. been doing it on third down. They're just not getting off the so field. They're, so they're, the emphasis on turnovers. I mean, it's critical because that's the only way you're getting off the field. Well, the thing is, though, what I was going to say is their run de- as bad as their defense was until the San Francisco game, Andrew. I felt like the run defense was it wasn't great. But it was okay to middle of the pack. And since the San Francisco game, it's cratered. Is there no hope of getting that back to I don't think so because, I mean, their their best player really on the interior, Broderick Bunkley, against the run at least, is out for the year. And I I think, again, a really underrated injury in terms of the run defense is, is Raphael Bush because he's such a solid tackler. And, you know, a lot of these seven, he takes good angles and a lot of these seven, eight yard runs, you know, where they get past the second level are now turning into those 15 or 20 yarders. And Pierre Warren, he's just not playing the run well at all. Kevin. Um, Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. But Kevin, of everything that happened yesterday, uh, what infuriated you the most and made you want to punch a wall uh not getting pierre thomas the ball (laughs) i mean like in the fourth quarter as i was uh getting ready to take care of my bill and and shuffle on uh they finally decided oh yeah we can hand the ball off to this guy or oh yeah we can throw a short pass to this guy and, oh, yeah, he ran hard and, you know, I, I mean, granted, it was garbage yardage, but the man was still running hard. And I, 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 I don't know why, why Sean Payton just keeps insisting on, on not giving Pierre Thomas anything to work with. Like, look, I get I get that if you want Mark, Mark Ingram to be the 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 main back. But Pierre can do a couple of other things. Pierre can do the screen passes. Pierre can can take the occasional handoff to to, to give uh, to give Mark Ingram a spell. You know. Uh, Dave, they had a nice they had, they had the best brawl that I've seen that I've ever seen at a Saints game, and I've been going for 25 years. It was by far the best brawl I've ever seen. You you have yeah the, that one kept going on. You have primo seats. What did you see down there? Close. <clears throat> you, you see, that's it's deceiving. My, my seats may be low, really low to the field, but that doesn't really make them that great. Really, the ideal seats would be. I mean, obviously, being closer to the 50-yard line would be awesome. But I mean, the real primo seats are the ones that I think are 
you know, 15 rows behind me. Cause then you're a little bit higher. You're over the line of sight of the people on the sideline and you get a better view. You can see the far end of the field. So, so let, let's, you know, my seats are not that amazing, but so it's, so you, so you miss things like I, I didn't see, I didn't see Newton try to do the Superman thing. And I didn't see Curtis loft it. Uh, go to you know hit him and because he felt he was being disrespectful. Um, I didn't see any of that. All I see is just a whole pile of guys that keep pushing and shoving, and they all kind of moved whole in unison together. Guys. It was a whole pile of guys. Pile of guys uh, <clears throat> but I mean, this whole, <laughs> this whole, <laughs> this whole, this whole group, this whole mass of men, if you will. Mass uh, of men. <laughs> pile of guys. <clears throat> They they like all moved together as because they were all stuck together and holding each other and hitting each other and pushing each other and it was just funny because they just kept going back and they backed up against backed up against the against the gate. Uh, I I was I really thought that I I thought I was like watching a cartoon because I was I was really wondering how far they were gonna go like are they gonna take this like into the tunnel like this this would be awesome. They kind of did. Uh, yeah, uh, I was, I was, I was just really surprised that 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 it went as far as it did. Into the tunnel, men were base. going into the tunnel, deep into the tunnel. Men went to third base. <laughs> Andrew, I know that as Saints fans, like our number one rival is like we hate Atlanta. They're the team we hate the most, and the fans hate each other. But I feel like the actual players, it's Carolina, like the. Carolina players and the Saints players fucking hate each other. I don't know. I think there there's no love lost with the Falcons too. I don't know. I can't, Malcolm Jenkins fought the Panthers last year. I feel like I, I can't remember the last time the Saints That's and Atlanta. That's true. Fought. No, you're right. No, there's a lot of bad blood between those two, and I feel like Cam Cam Newton brings a lot of it. You know, I mean, just his, his striking the pose and holding it on the first downs. He was definitely in rare form. Um, but, uh, and the, Fa- the Falcons just tried a field goal before halftime and it was blocked so no. thir- 31 to seven at halftime. Nice. Uh, but, uh, man, I, I, I don't know, man. So, okay. Fun internet rumor is the super secret candidate for the Michigan job is Sean Payton. Yeah. Shut up. Um, and it's not completely. That sounds very Saints reporting. No, it was on. It was like a Detroit sports blog. But I'll why would it. Sean Payton coach? Co- I don't. See I, Sean I don't Payton see it. But I'll I'll say there's a two percent. I'll say there's a two percent chance because in two thousand seven. Two percent of my ass. In two thousand seven, they asked him, and he didn't deny it. He all he said was, "Yeah, Michigan called me, and I told him I'm a pro coach." So there's like a two percent chance. So, Kevin, here's my question to you. That's exactly the answer I would expect Sean Payton to give because that's exactly the reason why I don't see him ever taking a college job. He's a, but, he's a pro guy. He's just, I, he's just not a college guy. But the, guy won, the guy won a Super Bowl. I mean, why would he ever want to leave the NFL as a Super Bowl champion? Yeah. But I have a great scenario that's going to make Kevin's head explode, and I've been waiting to tell him. So this is what I'm going to say. Kevin, Sean Payton's going to go to Michigan. And the 49ers are going to fire Jim Harbaugh. Would you be okay? Well, Harbaugh is just leaving. He's leaving. Yeah, well, he can leave or whatever. But he, would you be okay with Saints head coach Jim Harbaugh if Sean Payton left? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, think of it this way. If he's if – he's good you can live with it because of the team's success and if he's awful then you can be very quick to call for his head right because he's a raging asshole and i mean and, and, and i mean and look it's not like sean payton it's not like sean payton is a uh saint is a is it uh <laughs> but but he is a saint um i mean it's not like sean payton is is the coolest coolest nicest guy on the block um Ugh. I mean, you could have worse choices, and he's at you least could. he would at least be coming in with uh, with a good uh, pro pro pedigree. I mean, as long as he didn't try and push some fucking Colin Kaepernick horseshit on us, 
<laughs> I would be fine, I guess. I mean, he made he made Alex Smith. He got Alex Smith to an NFC Championship. I think he'd be okay with Breeze, but that'd be a lot of douche on the sidelines. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. Uh, well, uh, look. Earlier this year, when you when you brought up the question, would I rather have, or it was either who did I hate more or who would I rather have, Harbaugh or Pete Carroll? The answer was easy, and it was Harbaugh, because I'm not having a fucking truther <laughs> coach the goddamn team ever. I don't care. I don't care if Pete Carroll wins the next four Super Bowls and becomes as revered as fucking Lombardi. I, I'm I'm not having a fucking truther coaching coaching the team. Well said. So, um. Andrew, the Saints' offense, God, it, they turned the ball over. I don't have it in front of me, but is this the worst year as far as turnovers that they've ever had under under Sean Payton? It feels mm, like it. It definitely feels like it. I don't think it is. Um, I mean, there was a year where Brees was in the 20s in picks. Um, so, I, I mean, I think the main issue is that, again, and I've said this before, I mean, the offense is still – I mean, they're okay. They're pretty good. I mean, you asked what what infuriated us the most about last week, and I'll, I'll get back to the offense in a second. I mean, for me, probably the most infuriating was to start the second half. Okay, you just played an awful first half, but you come back out, you go three and out, and then the first play is a seventy yard run, and that 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 was where my that like, drove bro- me from the stadium. Literally. Yeah, that 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 was a throw the a brick through the TV moment for me. Uh, that actually and drove me to that that actually drove me to drinking. That's when I started drinking. But um, and that's and that's something that the old Saints would have never done. Never, no. But on offense, for me, it was the drop passes, and that that's something we haven't really seen all year. I mean, that that was kind of. I mean, we've seen Colston, of course, drop passes, but we haven't seen, you know, eight in a game. It was ridiculous. I mean, every other pass was being dropped. So they dropped a ton of passes in 2010. I still I still think. The offense is okay. I mean, I still yeah. think they're capable of making plays. They still have good players. You know, I think the line has kind of been up and down, but they, they, I still believe the offense can have a good game. I think again, we, we we go back to why do these? Why does it seem like they have so many turnovers? It's because they're magnified, and and we saw it in Pittsburgh. The only way this team can win games right now, as bad as the defense is, is the offense has to play perfect. If the offense doesn't play perfect. The Saints have no chance, period, against anyone right now. Yeah. And that's that's a tall order, man. That's a tall order to say your defense is so bad, you've got to go down the field and, and score touchdowns. You can't go three and out. You can't turn the ball over. I mean, I just don't know too many offenses. Even Aaron Rodgers would have trouble winning with this defense. Except against Atlanta. So uh, we got a ton of Twitter questions. I asked people Twitter questions to fire their Twitter questions and also to tell me why yesterday wasn't so bad. So we have some fun stuff. Uh, First question is from Leo. Uh, Dave, and I'll fire this one at you. Peyton refused to rule out roster changes. changes. Who's Who's leading the race to get cut? To get just outright cut. To just get cut. This is an easy one. This is an easy one. It's Saunders, the punt returner. He's one fun. He's one fumbled punt from seeing the door. <laughs> I mean, that's you're, that's you're kidding, right? No, I think he's a. I think he's one fumbled punt from seeing the door. You don't think you don't like Saunders? Yeah, maybe he's the only guy that played well. But I mean, I think like if he fumbles a punt against Chicago, he might not be on the team against Atlanta. No, I, I think he. I think Ingram? he's earned. I think his he's earned his roster spot through the rest of the year. Maybe I don't know. Who Ingram? No, no, he's the, talking about Jalen Saunders. Saunders. Uh, oh, Jalen Saunders deserves more time, if anything. Uh, yeah. This is JFF says none Why, of us. Hey, will- hey, can you you guys with me on this? Why the fuck is Jalen Saunders not returning kickoffs? I don't know. I don't know. You know, and he's got that whatever a good punt returner has where he can set up the blocks and he can be patient. Like, he's got that. Yeah. He's got that. So, um, that's a key. Let's see. Uh, 
I'm going to say the starter most likely to get benched. Um, I'm going to go with David Hawthorne. David, yeah. That is a good one. Let's see. I mean, unless you want to say Patrick Robinson. I mean, he's already been benched and then got his job back. So, (laughs) it's like musical chairs at number two corner. Yeah, the one thing I didn't like yesterday was – that everybody bailed in the locker room. There was only like like Zach Streif and Breeze and you know, Lofton, like Galette and all them motherfuckers just. I know. I want to hear of, from that, Galette. That's kind, of, that's kind of chicken shit. Yeah. I'll, that's I chicken. Freaking own it, Galette. You can't. You can't. Well, you can't wear the C on your chest and not face the media. Like, no. and that's the one thing like people always got on me and my columns and stuff because Jason David is fucking terrible as he was. And he was terrible. And he was. But Kevin, every week, he sat at his locker and he answered the questions. Every week. And he owned it. He owned it, and I respected him and I rooted for him. Um, so, uh, Fred, Fred Thomas was like that, too. Yeah, I just think you gotta, like, people, there, there's certain players, like, you gotta, and that's what Breeze is talking about, maybe, you know, you gotta, um, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta own it, um, and you gotta uh, act like a professional. Um, okay, this is from Reichert. Kevin, this is for you. Superdome siren equals near guaranteed third down conversion. Why not blare it when the Saints are on offense? Yes. <laughs> yes. A little bit of little bit little bit of reverse technological psychology. I like that. Oh, that's that is a great question, Ryger. We appreciate that's a great it. that's a great suggestion. And that personally, is. you need to tweet directly to the Saints for that. You do, yeah, Riker, you need to get on that. To tweet to, directly to the Saints. Um, this is from Cha-Ching. Uh, They're and, not listening because if they were listening, they obviously would have stopped a third down air horn by now because not one goddamn person has said, "Oh man, I really love that air horn that they play on." No, no, no. I know. So I know. So instead, don't say stop playing it all together. Say play it on third down since it since it always results in a conversion. That's <laughs> exactly. Andrew, did, did you just say cha-ching? I did because I was mean, a guy. what what a fucking great old school Saints reference that is. Yeah, it's a it's a guy from uh, it's a it's a Twitter guy. So yeah. he says, which uh, why are the Saints suddenly better on the road? Man, if I knew that. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Two in a row. Um, I I just think they're they're bad. They're so bad, and um, I I think right now they they need any help they can get. And when you have a little bit of wind or elements, you maybe that's slowing down the offense a little bit. I mean, I, I think in the Carolina game they were fortunate that the Carolina was missing. I mean, they started a, a undrafted rookie at left tackle. That was his first start. And I think the guards both were injured. So I think they were lucky to catch Carolina when their offensive line was literally, I mean, they were just throwing guys out there. Yeah. And against the Steelers, I think they were fortunate that Ben Roethlisberger did something to his hand and he just wasn't right the rest of the game. So yeah. uh, th- those two things happened, I think, that helped them in those games. But um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they play against the Bears. This is a good, this is a good question from the gear fondler, Dave. Um, what was the mix of sadness and satisfaction of the ex-Saints players, Junior Gallette dissed as they watched Sunday's debacle? <laughs> um, like rank them? I mean, no, like were they, were they, were they, were they giddy? Were they happy that he bombed or were they sad that the Saints were getting oh, their ass kicked? No, no, absolutely. They were, they were smiling at home as they watched it oh i don't and, i don't agree uh, with that i, I think oh, those yeah. are high character guys man they root for the saints they want the team to do well that doesn't mean they're not going to enjoy a little a little crow salad yeah sandwich, you know, I yeah but uh, not at the expense of not the their, not their at the dues. expense of the team and what they built i i i think i honestly i mean <laughs> just knowing what i know about those guys i i i, I don't think that they would that some idiot running his mouth would trump them taking their legacy seriously. No, I think uh, you're putting them on a pedestal. No. Well, they deserve I, I, to be after, after this week. All right. This is a fun but, question. Uh, you know. This is a fun question. We can go around the horn, but Kevin, you can start. This is from Super, Super Saiyan Saint. If you could cut 
or trade one guy? Who is it and why? Cut or trade one guy with no no cap ramifications? Well, no. uh, I guess guess so. We'll say that. No – no cap ramifications, but Kevin, you start. Ugh. God, I'm I'm terrible at these things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the sort of honesty you want in your in your uh, in your podcasters. Um, yes, remember to donate. We need money. We need to pay the fees for 2015. People, donate what you can. That's thanks exactly to, right. Thanks to Hugh Winkler. He donated $25 last week. Thanks, Hugh. Awesome. Wow. Thank you. Hugh Winkler. I love that name. Yeah. Hugh the man. You can pass this question and we can go on to Andrew if you don't what have What a guy. That, that, old, that good us. old Hugh Winkler. Really always coming through. <laughs> he always you could always through. depend on, on the old Hugh, Huey Hugh Winkler. <laughs> because... Because I have a, I have an answer of a player. Yeah, that, that guy's never donating again. No, he's never. <laughs> yeah. After that. I, I have a guy that I if, – if, if there was no salary cap ramifications that you could cut or trade, I know who I would answer. Okay. I'd pick Junior Gallette. I'm, I'm sick of his attitude. I, really I would – I would if, – if, if you could get rid of a guy and it was no cap or anything, I would walk away from Jarris Bird and just hit the reset button on it. Wow, oh, that's a good one. And just, just if it, if it wasn't, if you didn't have to worry about the cap, I would just, boom, hit the reset button and be able to do something else with that money. Ouch! It hurts to hear you say that, but I, yeah, it's a good call. Uh, Dave, I mean, what, what, which would you uh-huh. say is the worst? I mean, that's the real question. What's the worst contract on the Saints right now? Is it Jarris Bird? I think it's Jarris Bird because I think Junior Gallette, if he, I mean, he's probably going to get to. Let's, he's got seven sacks now, and if he's not that hurt, he'll probably get to ten. So paying a guy ten. Well, you million, think he's going to get three sacks in three games? Yeah, if he's not hurt. Nah, I don't know about because I think they've got the I think they've got the home game against Atlanta, and I think Tampa Bay's line is god awful. I, I think he'll finish with eight sacks. Okay, but even still, that's not a terrible contract at eight to ten sacks a year for ten million. It's not awful. That bird contract, if he's can't come back healthy and he's still injured and beat up. That's a awful contract, Andrew. Awful. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Dave, this is a good question. Uh, it's if, not. It's not out of the question that they would cut him before his big roster bonus. By the way. Yeah, this is true. I mean, I don't think they will, but he, they might. Yeah. Uh, Dave, if Peyton gets a big pass, uh, what assistance uh, position coaches do you think he might fire? If if Peyton gets well, Peyton a, gets a Peyton what? gets Peyton gets a pass for this year. They're not going to fire. That's what the person meant. Peyton's not going to get fired, but he might change yeah, assistants. What position it. coaches do you think might get the axe? Julio Jones is going to the house. But uh, uh, I don't know. I certainly think that I certainly think that Rob Ryan should stay another year. Um, I mean, if that's what you're aiming at, you know, I don't know. Uh, cornerback, safety coach, you know, defensive backs coach. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but uh, you know, at this, at this, at, at this, uh, at this stage, you can make a case for damn near anybody. Andrew, any thoughts on? I mean, I'd love to see Greg McMahon go. I mean, oh, I, I'm getting God. sick of the special teams play. I mean, and, and for me, oh, you asked me what was the most maddening thing. I mean, at this, at that point in the game, it didn't matter. But the Martez Wilson, spe- Martez Wilson special, fourth and one, offsides on a punt. I mean, that that is just – I mean, the, I, when something like that happens, I think the whole unit should be fired. Seriously. I mean, everyone on staff – I mean, it just – something like that just can never happen. And yeah, I, I just felt like the return game, the blocking, the coverage. I mean, the only thing that the Saints have really had good going with – with their special teams for the last three years is Thomas Morstead, maybe even more than that. So uh, based on that, I mean, I'd like to see a a special teams coach that's a little more creative and successful. Yeah. I think the defensive line guy, Bill Johnson, he might be, you know, if you're going to make a check, I could see him being a guy that, that gets the, uh, gets, gets the old heave ho. Um, This is from Adam Foshe. If, Kevin, if the Falcons win the division, do they keep Mike Smith? This is such an excruciating last month of the year. 
Yeah, like I, I mean, look, if they win a division, God, I hope they keep Mike Smith. Like I, I, I've, I've stressed this before. I don't want Mike Smith to go. Mike Smith is Mike Smith is a boon to the New Orleans economy. <laughs> oh, poor Mike Smith. A boon to our win share. You know, but the but the rumor. Hey, how many times? Hey, have they, is Arthur Blank on? Is Arthur Blank on the field, like behind him, like staring at staring at him? No, like he's going to have him assassinated. But I read something today, Kevin, that um, I nearly had an orgasm at my desk. It got me so excited. <laughs> and it was this: one of the leading candidates. I've, I I think I read this on SB Nation somewhere. One of the leading candidates when they get rid of Mike Smith. Is going to be Mike Singletary. Yeah, I said that yesterday. Oh God, oh that would be beautiful. That that guy is horrific. I covered him when I worked at the. He is so bad of a coach. Like it will be glorious because if they bring him in next year, they got to give him at least two years. You got to give a guy at least two years. I I mean that would be just fantastical. Uh, so, uh, Andrew, this is a good one. If Moore was still the, if Jim Moore was still the coach, yesterday would have been how great of a rant? Oh, it would have been the greatest of all time. I mean, I, I just the the, the Peyton Manning interception tweet um, would have taken a backseat. I mean, in a lot of ways, it felt like that rant, you know, that he had where <laughs> couldn't do anything on offense, couldn't do anything on defense. Anytime they got the ball, they went down and got points on us. I mean, that, that rant, a lot of it applies. <laughs> no, but, but, but Andrew, the best part would have been when when somebody would ask him, do you think the Saints quit? He could have said, I, I don't think they quit. I think Ingram played hard. He put his put his neck in there. Uh, he fumbled the ball. It's, it's uh, horseshit ball carrying, but he was uh, but he's playing hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm not buying the uh, the the effort was fine narrative. By the way, I, I thought the effort was piss poor. Yep. Yeah. It it. I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, we've had reporters and Sean Payton saying, "Oh, I don't know if it's effort." It's effort. The, the effort was not there. Yeah. I mean, I, guys, guys were going through the motions. There was no passion. There was no focus. There was no energy. It was pathetic. No, they, 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 the effort was not great in the first half, obviously, because they were getting their head kicked in, but it was satisfactory. In the second half, it was not. Yes. I you know, um, so now we get to the preview part of the podcast. So I will start with you, Mr. Held, because you haven't been here for three weeks. Uh, the Saints go to Chicago on a Monday night. Uh, I will be in Las Vegas so I can gamble irresponsibly on that game. And stunning to me, the Saints are a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Chicago wow. Bears. Wow. Jesus Christ. The Bears I are pretty bad, guys. I, I don't know. Yeah, and Brandon Marshall's out for the year. So, Kevin, how is the game going to go? And give me an MVP or an LVP for Monday night's game. All right, so despite Jay Cutler throwing an interception, despite him fumbling the ball and turning it over, so despite being personally responsible for two, for two, for two turnovers himself, smoking Jay Cutler. Smoking Jay Cutler. And his, an, Jay. And his, and his anti-vax uh, crusade. Will lead the Bears down the field in the fourth quarter, where he throws another touchdown pass to Alshon Jeffrey, who gets over 200 yards receiving. So, the so I will take uh, I will take the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. I will take the Bears by a final of 24 to 20. Andrew. I think the Bears are going to watch game tape, and uh, they're going to decide based on what they see that uh, Matt Forte will have 67 carries <laughs> for 389 yards. Uh, Jay Cutler will not turn the ball over because he will not throw Whoa, a sing- he will he will not throw a single pass in this game. Um, little little known secret: I booked uh, their wedding band, him and Kristen Cavallari, but. Um, I am. 
yeah, it, it is. Why true. would you have booked their wedding band? I book bands for a living. So I know that, but why job. would you have? But what connection do you have to them? Uh, they you, wanted. Oh, a, how, they wanted a good band. I don't know. I also booked the wedding band for Russell Wilson. Also, little known secret, but that that marriage is already not not worked out. Burned to the ground. Yep. Okay, so so, so explain how. So explain how this works. They they know of a band that they really like that they want at their wedding, and you happen to represent that band. Uh, in this case, it was in that case, Jay Cutler was married in Nashville, I believe. It was in Tennessee. I can't remember if it was Knoxville or Nashville. The, Vanderbilt's in Nashville, right? Yeah. Okay. His wedding was in Nashville, and uh, the venue where he was having his wedding was a venue where, yeah. they, you know, they recommend us, they recommend our bands. Um, so that, that, yeah. And Russell Wilson, I'm, I'm in Virginia and Russell Wilson's an hour from, you know, he's from an hour from here. So that, that was more like a local connection yeah. thing. Gotcha. But um, yeah, I'm, I've had about six or seven NFL players, Chris Long of the Rams that did his <laughs> wedding. Uh, Patrick Peterson of the Cardinals. Mm. Uh, Derek Cox, who the saints almost signed. With his wedding band. My wife coordinated Brandon LaFell's wedding. Oh, no kidding? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to say, I mean, the Saints can't stop the run. Forte is going to run for 300, and he's going to run for a lot of yards. So I'm going to say Bears 38. I'm going to say the Saints off- offense shows signs of life, but they're going to turn it over. I'll say 38-24. Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Dave. Bears. The Bears. Dave. Um, Mini Ditka. I'm uh, I'm going with everybody else. I'm gonna predict the Bears. The Bears. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, but those guys made it. They, those guys had close games. I'm gonna say the Bears. It's a blowout. Saints just continue to embarrass themselves. <laughs> the good news though is that the Falcons and the Panthers are also gonna lose in Week 15, and everybody's just gonna have the same exact record. Uh, going into uh, week 16. But uh, I'll say uh, I'm not going to give an LVP. Uh, I'm going to give I'm, I'm going to say that even though they lose, uh, Pierre Thomas is going to have a good game for the Saints since he's back at home in Chicago. He always does well uh, in Chicago. In fact, I think 07 against Chicago was sort of like his coming out party. He had like 100 yards rushing yeah. and and receiving, which was like the first time I think anybody on the Saints had ever done that, actually. Um, and uh, I'm going to go with uh, total blowouts, embarrassing. Everybody's <laughs> going to have to drink a lot. Um, 38 to 10. All you people are wrong. Bears. All you people are wrong. The I Bears. snapped I snapped my nine-game losing streak of picking the Saints game wrong this week. I told you the Saints would – after looking awesome in Pittsburgh, they would shit the bed in Carolina and lose. I didn't think they would totally shit the bed like they did, but they lost, and I got it right. The Saints are going to go to Chicago, and it is going to look for all the world like they are going to lose. And then Jay Cutler is going to throw a pass so horrible that when whatever Saints player intercepts it, I'm going to say it's going to be Brian Dixon just because why not? You're just going to laugh because it's going to be so fucking bad. And then Jay Cutler's going to give that uh, I don't give a shit stare. And Monday Night Football is going to show him for like five straight minutes. And the Saints are going to win. And Rob Ryan is going to be pumped. And he's going to eat six deep dish pizzas. And the Saints are going to move in the first place all by themselves at six and eight. And your MVP is Brian Dixon because he's going to have an interception. That's what's happening. I'm telling you. I'm fired up. You're not going with Stanley Jean-Baptiste getting the active and then <laughs> getting a pick six, huh? I like that. That's 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 ridiculous, Andy. <laughs> that's that's completely ridiculous. But if it happens, I'll clip this audio and we'll replay it next week. Might as well have a fucking unicorn on the team. <laughs> See, seriously, how perfect would it be for Jean-Baptiste to finally get? Okay. Some playing time, get a pick six, and then the whole fan base just goes nuts, being like, "Why hasn't he been playing? Why hasn't all he played? Year? God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! He was he was there all year. 
Uh, so go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave's got threads and stuff, and Andrew's got grades, which Andrew should get combat pay for having to do the grades this week. So at least yeah, go. Spo- spoiler alert: the best grade on defense was a C plus. <laughs> Who got a C plus? I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't shown defense yet. I know. But, uh, I read the offensive grades are pretty. Uh, I think I think I might have given Lofton a C plus, oh or maybe maybe Pierre Warren, one of those so. guys. And Kevin is on Twitter. Yep. Yep. Did you so, guys see? Did you guys see that Lofton is number two in the in NFL in tackles? tackles? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I noticed that a couple of weeks ago. He was like third. He's Good seventeen behind Keekley. Yeah, yeah, Luke Keekley. So. so uh, go to Saints Nation. Go to Canal Street Chronicles. Find Kevin on Twitter. He when he's not tweeting about wrestling, uh, which is most of the time. Which is most of the time he's tweeting about football. So and donate. Remember to donate. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and yeah, I, I will should, be. You should take us out to some David Lee Roth Van Halen. Yeah, and in I honor will, Kevin coming back. And I will be in Vegas next week so we will probably not have a podcast until wednesday unless one of these knuckleheads wants to do it live do it live do it live we'll do it live thing sucks so until next week uh be safe and be well